0: On today's show, Isaac and I are going to answer your mailbag questions on Josh Richardson many, many times over. Did Marvello, did he, did he submit a question? That's all I want to know. We'll talk about that, answer all your questions about that. And life advice coming up right now. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Navigation. JK Dallas Mavericks are NBA champions. And welcome, you are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks, my name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Lockdown Podcast Network and joining me, as always, my co-host contributor at Mavs.com, the mailbag matriarch, the one more thinking, what you got for me Isaac Harris?
1: And it's been a minute since we did a mailbag. A traditional mailbag, like straight up. We ask
0: for the postage, You write us a letter, send it to our P.O. box. Exactly. Take it out, letter opener, all that. Nine yards.
1: Before we get to questions, uh, real quick standings update. Dallas is still in fifth. They're tied with the Lakers, so they have that tiebreaker because the Lakers suck.
0: Who said no one cared about divisions anymore? The Dallas Mavericks care about divisions right now.
1: Portland is a half game up on them, and yeah, that's where we're standing right now, going into a huge game at home against the Brooklyn Nets, which should be a lot of fun. KD, Kyrie, Luca.
0: We'll see. I'll I'll finish the rhyme there. KD, Kyrie, we'll see. I mean, we never know Um, what those guys want. I was
1: going to finish the rhyme and say no KP,
0: but... (laughs) Yeah, but that one's not as fun. <laughs> that not. That <It> <laughs> not. Uh, yeah, so the Mavericks are, are fifth. If the, and let me explain my comment earlier. If the Mavs, Lakers, and Blazers finish tied, they have the same exact record, then the tiebreaker is whoever wins their division. And since neither the Blazers or the Lakers are going to win their division, the Mavs are ahead in their division and are going to win it 100%. So the Mavs would win that tiebreaker. That's the first one they go to if there's a three-way tie. Now, if there's a two-way tie, it goes to, you know, the first tiebreaker is whoever's record against the other, like this in-season series between those two teams. So the Mavs have the tiebreaker over the Lakers. They do not have it over the Blazers. But in a three-way tie, they would be... So you might be thinking the Lakers at some point during the, during the end of the season if they tie because mm-hmm. the Mavs tie with the Blazers and so do the Lakers, then they win. If the Mavs tie with the Blazers and the Lakers don't, then the Blazers would win that one. Wild scenario, but today's she episode is app. brought to you by Locker Room. Download the app and join us tonight at some point on Thursday. so you know, uh, Download the app and follow me, Nick Van Exit, and you will be notified whenever we go live. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. All right, Isaac Harris. Today, we're getting into a mailbag about uh Luca being a name that many people have named their child, we will answer questions about Josh Richardson's future with the Mavericks as well as his current situation with the Mavericks. What outcome of the Mavs season would be a disappointment? That one's a pretty interesting one. And then uh, a couple life advice questions we'll get to which uh, I'm interested. And then we'll do some rapid fire at the end to try to get to as many of these as we can. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get to the first one here. Um this is from Zach. If the season is the season considered a disappointment if the Mavs play Denver in the first round and lose?
1: I'm glad, man. It's so cool that you have that question because I was literally thinking about that as I was looking at the standings a little bit ago. I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> if okay, here's the thing: if they have a healthy KP and he is fully healthy and he he plays every game, normal rotation, and everything. I think it's a I think it's disappointing that if you lose against Denver and they don't have Jamal Murray in the first round, I think it is disappointing. Now, I think the I think there's a question of okay, let's say let's say KP's like half in, like he plays like a couple games in the series in some either, you know, whatever it is then it's basically like Luka versus Jokic and then the supporting cast. I think it's wild to think about then. It's like, well, how do you walk out of that series and what do you learn from that series if that's the case? But I think I'm there. I think if they have a a fully healthy team, KP's healthy, I think it is disappointment.
0: Yeah, it's all going to depend on the setup, right? Like where the chess pieces are when it happens. Because if they play the Clippers in the first round and KP's not healthy, then you're like, well, you know, what do you do, right? Or if they play the Suns in the first round, or the the you know the lakers even if they they get to that point and the lakers are healthy with lebron and ad and uh lebron may not be fully healthy cuz he may never be fully healthy again
1: i know that's such a bummer just but to if, think think if, about if the,
0: that If the Mavs play any of those teams, especially without KP, then it may take some of the sting off of that. I think Mavs fans will still be upset and say, ah, I wish they would have won a first round series, but given everything that's happened this season, it's probably a win to be in the position that they're in right now. Especially if they play Denver, that means they got to four, or they got to five, Yeah, and uh, and then Denver fell down to four, which that's... I guess they could play them if they were six and three, but anyway, yeah. But the Mavericks got to there. At one point, they were four. The Mavs were fourteenth. So we're, I mean, this is a success of a season yeah. to end here, anyway. But yeah, is I Denver, don't know if it'd be a full disappointment, though. But yeah,
1: I think if you lose to Denver without Jamal Jamal Murray, I'm disappointed
0: a lot. For, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right,
1: right. And I think that's the only team that I'm fully disappointed on. This was my follow up question. Of the teams in the top six, is that the only team that if they lose in the first round to you're walking out saying, or at least for me, dang, that's super disappointing? Like, if they, I would give them a a chance. Yeah, if they're fully healthy against Utah and Phoenix, I think the Clippers and Lakers, if they're fully healthy, it's a little bit different. Um, But yeah, I think, I don't know. There's
0: something in me that still would be disappointed if they lost to Utah especially depending on how t- Donovan Mitchell, like let's do this the other way. If Donovan Mitchell's not healthy and the Mavs lose to the Jazz, right? Is that different than if Donovan, oh, Donovan yeah. Mitchell is healthy, right? So, you know, is it disappointing then if the Mavs lose with an unhealthy Donovan Mitchell and he's hobbled and he just doesn't look right? So, yeah, yeah that that's the other one. It doesn't doesn't look like they're going to be in that position, right? To uh, Unless they no. are in the play-in and then they, I guess, yeah, they're in the play-in, they lose the first game and then they win the second game. Then they would probably play the Jazz. But I guess the Jazz how? and Suns could still flip the records at some point. It's all yeah, up in the air could. still. How heartbreaking
1: would it be for Phoenix that first time they make the playoffs and then, like, Luka puts them out in the first round?
0: Like, Luka of all of all players, right?
1: Like, I know. I know. That's the thing. It's like, how, how heartbreaking would that be for their fans?
0: <laughs> anyway. Man, I don't they would have a hard time. They would have yeah. a hard time, I think. And uh, I would, I would encourage maps MAPS fans. I know we would want to, like, MAPS fans would want to gloat and all that kind of stuff. But I'd be like, hey, these these guys have been through a lot.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Maybe let's be a little nice about this. They had
1: goats, okay,
0: <laughs> in their office <laughs> that pooped on the floor. <laughs> oh man! All right, yeah. So. There's Odell's like one. what? What? Yeah. Right. Uh, here's a quick one from Joseph. Does KP have enough time to come back and get in rhythm for the playoffs? Do we think the team will rest him until the playoffs? This is kind of going back to our question. What would you do with KP? There's what seven games left? Eight games left?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I said two numbers, but that's okay. <laughs> I know that's
1: why I just said yeah. Um, yeah. I think seven. they're they're definitely going to be cautious with it, but. I would be I would be surprised if he just doesn't play at all until the playoffs. I think you you definitely want to get a few games under his belt. Now, what's a few? I think that's up for debate. Is does a few mean more than two? Or what does a couple
0: mean? <laughs> what does a bunch and, of grapes mean? Couple, but a few? Now,
1: if I had to take a shot at it, I would say KP plays. It, I'd say three to four games before the end of the season. That's
0: my three guess. to four. I'm yeah. going. I'm going two to three. I'm going okay. a couple. You're going a few. <laughs> so
1: if it lands at three, we're both right. Two, <laughs> you're right. Four, I'm right.
0: <laughs> Who's the most without getting over, without going over? So, yeah. But does that mean he's going to be back and in rhythm for the playoffs? Can't answer that. I, pr- probably yeah. not, right? It'll probably take a feel-out game one for him to get there. That'll be that'll be crazy. Now, here's another thing. If the Mavs don't have to play in the play-in, they'll get some practice days, right? Yep. Hundred percent, they'll get some practice days, and so that's a big thing to watch out for too. It's not just that you avoid the play in; you get a bunch of days off there, get guys yeah. healthy. You know, Maxi's dealing with an injury right now. If the Mavericks are without KP and Maxi, no chance. Like I don't know, I don't know, if gets any of those teams if they don't have either of those guys, uh, because all those teams have pretty good bigs.
1: Because I, I think that's even that's more worth it than oh. I think it's almost more worth it to have that rest than trying to angle to get somebody. Like if you're firmly in the camp of saying, I would rather play Utah than, you know, than the Clippers, but it would take you playing in the playing tournament. I see. I think I would just, if it meant I have, cause remember the playing tournament starts on the 18th, the playoffs don't start until the 23rd, the 24th, the Sunday night or a Monday. So, I mean, you're getting at least four to five days if you're not in that playing tournament and, it might not sound like a lot, but that's an eternity when it comes to rest and some practice time. So, yeah, getting out of that playing term will be huge for them.
0: Coming up, we'll get into your more questions about Josh Richardson's future and his – past and his present, present with the Mavericks, and then get into some rapid fire questions, get to as many as we can. But before we do, let's talk about Headspace. Headspace is a daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy to use app. Wouldn't it be great if there was just a pocket sized guide that could help you sleep, focus, act, and be better? All four of those things we need, right? <laughs> Sleep, yeah. focus, act, and be better. We could we could use all those things. Headspace is that thing. It's one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, and both of us, we are just before we recorded talking about our jobs and you know the stresses, and we're getting into our thirties, and now we're like, man, now we have real jobs, and we're like, dang. You want to get, like all through your 20s, you're like, I want to get to this point where I have these jobs. And then you get there, you're like, ah, dang. Mm. All these stresses. Uh, Headspace it's a three-minute SOS meditation for you. You deserve to feel happier, and Headspace's meditation is made simple. Go to headspace.com slash locked on NBA. That's headspace.com slash locked on for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Go to headspace.com slash locked on NBA today. All right, Isaac Harris. Let's get into some more mailbag questions here. There's a bunch on Josh Richardson, and uh, man, I don't, know how, I don't know how to really address all of these. Here's one: Would you keep Josh Richardson or give Green the position next year?
1: If oh, you had your choice. This is from we, Lewis. Yeah, we we have to we have to see a little bit more from Josh Green, yeah, and that's his point. I mean. Yeah, I got to see him being able to hit an open shot a little bit better. I got to see him handle the ball a little bit better. Um, It's fun. His energy is super, like, it sticks out a lot and love it. I hope it's contagious, but I think it's better in spurts right now. I don't know if I'm ready to hand him 30 minutes a night.
0: Quick sidebar question from Jay. What is Josh Green's ceiling? Oh, Lord, I don't know. Yeah. It's tough, right? It, but, I, it, but I
1: think all these questions right now they're valid, but I, but it's okay that we don't have answers for any of these because the dude just started playing. Man. So it would be us like it'd be like us asking, you know, this this question about Lamelo or Sadiq Bay or some of these like rookies who have been in a rotation since day one. That would be like us asking that in the first week of the you know of the NBA season, like what's the ceiling of Sadiq Bay? It's like we don't really know because. He hadn't played very much. I mean, how many games has Josh Green played over 15 minutes? I don't know. It's not a lot. So, honestly, any of those questions about his ceiling, long-term fit, long-term role, long-term position, any of that, I don't think we, anybody can answer that right now because we, we haven't seen enough.
0: Yeah no you have we have not seen enough at all uh that'd be basically like so Josh Green has played 350 minutes I was just looking this up that's like saying what Lamella ball ceiling is after 14 games in the amount of minutes that Lamella ball has played
1: yeah <laughs> right I, yeah like, it's just in, impossible right now
0: but to me I think it all and we can go back to a little bit of our scout you know our scouting and our draft profile of him he he projects to be a three and deep type player, but he's got to hit the three and he's got to hit the three well. And at at least like a 35, 36% rate to be considered that we also yeah. have seen that he's a pretty decent passer. And we've seen, he's got a little bit of, you know, put the ball on the deck, not necessarily finisher on the rim, but put the ball on the deck and make a play happen. Uh great hustle guy and all that kind of stuff seems to be a guy. that's not going to take any crap. He was getting some from the heat players and he was jawing back at them. And so, just that you know, the three and D wing role player. I think that he could really fill out that and fill in that and be a a solid starter in the NBA. But we're just not sure about that three ball. That's what that's what it all depends on. It's kind of the same thing we've said about Dorian Finney Smith, and we saw how that worked. So we'll yeah. uh, hopefully be saying the same thing. But it may be two or three years down the line, which I know many Mavs fans don't want to wait that long.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean he he's six five. He gives endless amount of energy. I think I mean just off the top of your head, just off of that like those measurements and energy and defense and everything, like could he be a Marcus Smart one day? I I don't know, like, but that's like the that's like the on mold. Defense, not an option. yeah, but that's like the mold avenue that you're like, hey, can you go down that route? And so, but that's still we just haven't seen it. I mean, I looked it up he's he's played over 20 minutes this season five times, so. <laughs> And yeah, I mean, so a lot of those are probably
0: blowouts, right? So,
1: yeah, and and he set out a ton of games this year. So, but I mean, y'all know that you're watching the games.
0: This is from a political dud. Do you think that Josh Richardson will Mm. accept his player option? Back to Josh Richardson questions.
1: Oh, I was just texting some people about this a few days ago. I'm fascinated by what he does this offseason now. I, I have a tweet and y'all can go find it and laugh at it. I don't care. <laughs> y'all can dig it up. I have a tweet before the season started when Luke Kennard got paid and I tweeted out a picture of Josh and it's him like at practice. Uh, and, and it's like saying, and I put it like a meme with if Luke Kinnar got paid, what? And because I, you know, I thought Josh was going to get just the bank this summer because I just thought this whole situation was going to be a perfect situation for him. He was going to thrive next to Luca and be this point guard defender and everything. And it just hasn't worked out. So honestly, I don't know. And I, I I mean, does he want a better fit, you know, into the summer, but then I, yeah, I think either, I think either way he's on a different team and he probably knows if he opts in, then he's going to get traded somewhere else. But um, I will say this. His agent is somebody that uh, has connections with Dallas and is an agent that you want on a very good side with your team.
0: That is uh, an interesting thought. Yeah, the thing about Josh Richardson is that this is now two teams in a row that have been bad fits where he's just basically been asked to be – like himself or like be a decent version of himself i guess with the sixers and the mavs and they're both different situations they both presented different challenges and so now it's like okay well is he only good if he's in that miami culture that miami system and what is he outside of that now two years in we're kind of like i we we still don't know what that is so be interesting to see because i maybe he wants a longer term deal but I would guess he would turn that down, just especially considering all the teams that are gonna have money and the amount of free agents that are still out there and what he can still project to be yeah. for somebody. Like and, it only I mean, takes would, it only takes one team to talk themselves into him.
1: Yeah, and will he take a lower offer one year prove it deal with like a good team? Like would he his player options for like eleven million? And if he declined that and said, All right, I'll take the I'll take the full mid level like eight million for a, a good playoff team if they had that open want to go back to Miami. Yeah, something like that. And saying, hey, I want to I want to prove that I'm deserving of another long term deal. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. I but I don't it's fascinating what, what happens with him this summer. I think it's yeah, I think Tim Hardaway's summer, as weird as it is, I think Tim Hardaway's summer is easy to try to predict than Josh Richardson.
0: Yeah, well, his season has been, and Tim Hardaway as a player has been easier to predict than than Josh Richardson. Yeah. Uh, here's a quick one from Jobo: If the season stopped today, would you reverse the Curry trade? Yeah, man. Three, three <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. When, like at this point in the season, I'm I'm ready to call that one. A, you know, we not a win. Uh, I think that we've. I think we've seen enough from Josh Richardson. We were. We were like the last people. I feel like on the island of. Hold yeah. on. Let's give Josh some time. He's coming back from COVID, and now it's like, all right, man. This is not. It doesn't seem like it's working out. He just doesn't. And maybe. Maybe this last game will kick him into a different gear, and maybe we'll see. A, you know, Josh Richardson over the last seven games in the playoffs that will change our minds about this. But yeah, I would rather take the one elite skill from Curry, than I would take the grab bag from Josh Richardson we're getting
1: yeah it it goes back what we were saying uh maybe yesterday just the wide range of it of did I think if we kept Seth Curry do I think we could hit this like new peak ceiling of a team no I think what Josh could have been it would have risen the ceiling for the Mavericks defensively and everything it just didn't work it's just now the bottom floor of this Richardson experiment in Dallas is him like not playing some in the second half or fourth quarters and literally Josh Green, a rookie passing him up on that. I don't think there's ever a world in which Seth Curry is totally out of the rotation in second halves if he's still on the team, but it's that whole thing. It's like Seth Curry's floor was higher on the, on Dallas But Josh Richardson's ceiling was higher
0: for Curry than Curry in Dallas.
1: Yeah, potentially.
0: It doesn't seem to be now. Yeah, it does
1: seem to be now, but
0: yeah. Uh, coming up, more questions. We'll get into some more stuff. Uh, we got to talk about the top three player names that you, that you would name, but uh, you name your kids after. We'll get into that and uh, some life advice questions coming up. But before we do, BetOnline.ag is your one-stop shop to put some money down on sports. Go there, use the promo code Locked On to get a fifty percent welcome bonus with your first deposit. That's free money that you can put some money down on sports. Tomorrow, they have a couple of games already up. Lakers-Clippers. That's the TNT game after the Mavs Ooh. and Nets TNT game. And uh, Clippers, an eight-point favorite over the Lakers. Not surprising here, especially since I'm not sure if LeBron's going to play. I, he may have already been declared out at this point, but that mm. was an interesting one, eight points. Also, the Warriors, a 14-point favor over the Thunder. 14 points is a lot of points. I don't know about that one. I'm interested in that one. Tons of game props you can do, too. Let's see. There's a... Ongoing, there's a, you can like while games are playing you can go on the website and search for ongoing props and things like that. There's a six man of the year right now, uh if you want to go check that out, or they're just starting to put these on the website, uh, so you can go check it out. BetOnline.ag use the promo code LockedOn again get a 50% welcome bonus to the first deposit. BetOnline your online sportsbook experts. Also want to tell you about RockAuto.com. Isaac and I know nothing about cars, but we know the exact right pieces and exact right parts. That we can put in our car from carpet, windshield wipers, all the way up to complicated stuff that we wouldn't know how to get. But you can get it at rockauto.com. Everything they have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even that sweet, sweet smelling new carpet smell for your car. Mm. Uh, whether it's your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks and get it delivered directly to your door. You don't have to go somewhere, have somebody go in the back room and see if they have it and then have to order it and you might as well have just order it yourself at that point. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you want to spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, write locked on in there, how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into some more mailbag questions. Here's one I've been uh, wanting to to get to. This is from Jacob H. Shout out to Jacob. Great fan of the show. News says that there's been a surge in kids named Luca (laughs) across the U.S. and DFW. Who would be your top three NBA players to name your kid after? Assuming that uh, he says Nick Van Wifey, which is an interesting nickname, uh, oh. has approved already. Uh, man, this is an interesting question. Top three <sighs> names.
1: It's so hard because I have some names that you're like, I think it would be cool. Like, I think Ja would be super cool. Um, but see, one of
0: my best friends back home is named Jaja. So I couldn't do that. I couldn't just name see, him after. <laughs> I, I think that's a really cool name, but it's like, but it's, are you,
1: na- are you naming them after somebody because it's like, oh, you want to honor the player type thing? Or is it just yeah, like a yeah. cool name? So like, I think Jaws cool. I think even though this is a nickname, I think Bam is cool.
0: Uh,
1: Bam for, is a cool name. name.
0: Bam uh, yeah. Harris. <laughs> oh, that guy's playing. That kid's playing defensive end somewhere. <laughs> defensive tackle. Um, but those
1: are like the two that I think of, but I would just never name my kid after an NBA player.
0: I mean, after everything we've seen, I think there may only be one player that I've been around that I would name my kid. If I'm going to give, you know, the namesake of one of my kids to a player, I think it would be Dirk. Like, I don't
1: think he's going to say magic
0: after no, <laughs> just the tweets alone. Take magic out of the, out of the running. His but, Twitter's so bad. Like, the person for for me personally, it would have to be a, a NBA player or a player that like also lived pretty morally too, right? And also like was an incredible person, not necessarily a basketball player. So like Dirk lived up to everything that I would ever want in a in a you know public figure in a, yeah. a uh, you know a, a NBA player in a an ambassador like all that stuff. And so if I was gonna name after one person, I would probably be. Dirk, and that's probably it, to be honest. I don't know if anybody else is like, you're not naming your kid Michael Jordan Harris, right? Like Vince, Vince Carter Harris.
1: <laughs> no, Dirk would be the only I mean, I guess the only one. And Deshaun's probably out. But...
0: I think it's crazy that I said Dirk before you, but I just want to point that out.
1: I just, yeah, I just went with the fun name route. I didn't like go deep on it. Like, who would I actually want to Oh,
0: yeah, if we we're going with, with fun names, can we go outside? Can I name my kid Debrickishaw? Can I? <laughs> <laughs> for going outside of NBA. No brick. There you go. I know I found that question really interesting. Uh quick let's go do some rapid fire. Uh Mendelsohn says for next year you can have one of Lucas shooting 42% from 3 or 85% at the line. Which one did you choose? 42% from
1: 3.
0: He's almost he's he's getting there a couple times this like he's inching closer to that this year.
1: Yeah, but if he hits 42, then we're talking he's averaging over 30 a game.
0: And we know that he's not going to change the way he shoots, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, what's one thing the Mavs can focus on against each playoff contender, and what would be your solution? What would Rick do? This is a this is a very <laughs> broad oh <my> question. Lord, <laughs> this is such a. Bro- I'm not even gonna. We're not even gonna answer that one. But Mr. Crow, I uh, I read your question. Hey,
1: Luca's gonna post up.
0: Luca's gonna post up. We're gonna have KP stretch the floor. We're gonna have you know run the ball off of the side pick and roll against Denver. Like, you know, we're going to do all kinds Luca, of different. Things.
1: Luca KP pick and rolls a little bit more of those. Uh,
0: next season. Do you think the most important thing for Luca is to improve his conditioning? Can't imagine Luca being a bit leaner and more muscular. He will go super Saiyan. Uh, yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, that's a quick answer. Uh, oh, Mr. Crow asked a, a real question with all this indie chaos. Can we get miles Turner in Dallas? Let's get it. Let's get it done. So there uh, is some insane stuff happening at the Pacers. But their their team is bottoming out. They're just compl- I mean, they're in the play in, I think, now, but their team is just not playing well. Their defense is awful. Their coach may just leave on his own accord, which is wild. And then you have the uh you have the, the whole thing that happened with Gogo Patazzi and the coach Bjorkren, where he was Greg just- Foster. Oh, was that the coach?
1: It was assistant coach Greg Foster. Oh, that was holding. Oh, yeah. Wrong, bald white guy. <laughs> and
0: so I got it wrong too. I would have. I would have guessed that. Um, yeah. So there's all kinds of weird stuff with that. Miles Turner was holding back that coach. I don't know. Miles Turner in Dallas, though. I don't know if that solves a lot of your problems either.
1: No. Yeah. I. Yeah. I. He's cool. I like him. But it goes again like I, I want to trade for a wing. I want to I want a perimeter guy. As long as KP's on the roster. If KP's on the roster, then I want I want to make a trade for another creator, another wing guy, perimeter guy.
0: Yeah. Do you think Tim Hardaway Jr. could fill the Jason Terry role on a Mavs championship team? Sure. Let's not yeah. cheapen what Jason Terry did.
1: No, but, but like the scorer off the bench.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just think he, there's a a level of clutch jet hit in that in that run that I don't know. Well, they say
1: could he be? It's like yeah, we got to see Tim hit some shots in the playoffs and you know see him get a you know a tat on his on his bicep heading to the playoffs, something <laughs> like that. Then I mean <laughs> let, let's see it. But could he play that role? He could,
0: yeah. All right, let's do some life advice. So, if you guys don't want to hear our life advice, go ahead and, and uh, end the podcast here. But what's the perfect first date with a potential significant other? This is from Deondrick.
1: You can go first.
0: Perfect first date is depending on the person. It honestly does. Watching Avatar. That would be a. Per- I mean, get some popcorn. Watch, watch. Nick's episode. over there.
1: Hey, Netflix and chill. Did, I was gonna Avatar? say, do
0: you just tell me to Netflix and chill the for Avatar the first date? and chill? or my the perfect first date to me is you can't go do it. Go, don't go do the movie thing, right? Don't go do that. No, no. You have to talk. Worst. You have to get to know somebody, and you yeah. have to actually sit down, have a conversation, and be in a, a position where you can uh, be there for a while. I think, yeah, because you want to get to know that person as as well as you can right off the bat. Uh, because for us at least, like we're very serious about our relationships. I, you didn't? Did you date anybody else besides your wife?
1: Yeah, yeah, in high school.
0: Yeah, but not like outside of that. So, we were when we were like dating, we were like, all right, this is for real. And this is we want this to end in marriage at some point. And so, to get to that point, you have to know as much as you can about that person. So, a dinner,
1: something uh, that you can talk, engage in, don't do some like loud restaurant and then straight to a movie. You're achieving nothing at that point. You don't even know if they get on your nerves, but you got to get to know them (laughs) a little bit.
0: It'd be fun, like, it might be fun to do that, but do that on date, like. What are we on? Like a thousand? <laughs> you, yeah. Not at us this personally. point, we just go we on don't...
1: dates and we don't talk. So we're just like, all right, we're <laughs> it's like sure. it's
0: nice to not talk at this point. <laughs> if you're when you're, we were almost together ten years with with uh with dating and being friends and everything before that. Yeah. Uh. All right. Question for you, but specifically for Isaac. What advice would you give to young fathers out there trying to balance being a father and a husband, their faith, and also the passion, which in this case would be watching the Mavericks and the NBA in general?
1: (laughs) I'm actually going to plug another podcast that I was on about this uh, a while back. Uh, If you say
0: Mavs daily, I'll punch you right through this screen.
1: (laughs) It's incredible. Uh, (laughs) Dr. Kevin Gilliland. Uh, Love Bobby. Dr. Kevin Gilliland, uh, he hosts a podcast called Struggle Well, Live Well, Worry Less. And he had me on to talk about my career uh, and balancing uh, my career in the church as a pastor and also as a writer, podcaster in the sports world. And just how I balance that with family and uh, yeah and everything and so I, that's a it's a deeper you know discussion and uh, it's a non sports discussion for the most part too so I recommend that and we we answer a lot of these questions and for me when I started you know my life after high school you know I wanted to pursue my passions that's what I tell people all the time it's like eh, don't try to check you know chase some you know paycheck you know chase your passions and it's like you your passions will win out it's like i wanted to i wanted to look at my life later on and say i get to wake up and do what i love to do and i get up and i get to serve my calling what i feel like the lord's place on my life as a pastor but I also get to watch mavericks games and go to games and and see these guys and talk to players in the locker room and 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 because my passion's just went out in that but passions take you to a certain point. And it's like my family comes first. So setting those boundaries are so key in a small thing. I'll give a small thing, but go to that podcast, listen to the rest of it. small, small thing I do. Well, every time I walk in the door, when I come home, my smartwatch goes off and it goes into the bedroom. Now my phone, I'll charge my phone. I'll leave my phone set around. But that watch It's cool during the day to get things done, but it's another touch point. And it's like, I've noticed. So if I have my watch, then I'm just out. It's like every text, every email, everything, every sports updates coming through my watch. And I'm like, dang, I'm eating dinner with my kids looking at my watch. So now the watch goes up. And I'm still checking my phone here and there, but the watch goes up because we got to take away these touch points to where we're in the moment because I don't want my son to be sitting in a classroom one day and they say, hey, draw your, draw your parents. And all of a sudden he's handing a paper to me that night and it's a picture of a phone because I don't want my son to draw his parent and draw his dad. And it's a picture of a phone because that's all he sees. So there has to be boundaries. There has to be things that are set in place and you, you got to keep them. You got to have accountability on it too.
0: Preach, Reverend Harris.
1: Let's go. Let's I'll it. say
0: the other thing just about being you know, a husband and and trying this sports thing, especially with different you – know, my wife's a teacher, and so we have completely different schedules. They want to be made a priority in your life, mm-hmm. right? And to show that, that you can make them a priority in some way. And so you can do that in, in your own way. It doesn't happen. like The timing, if you want to watch the game live, then you – Make make them a priority before the game or if they can stay up late afterwards. Like just make it a point to make them a priority and then they'll then you'll you'll and uh find out what their love languages are, right? Yeah. If this huge. is your, and, and uh and do those things and don't just do the things that you think will make them feel loved. Exactly. Uh, all that all that kind of stuff. If you want to learn about love languages, that's a that's like a next level of relationship. You talk we talked about first date and now we're talking like <laughs> that next level it changes love
1: everything though it does it
0: does it changes how you look at stuff how you interact with your loved one and all that so all right hope you guys enjoyed that if you want more life advice we'll do that more uh we're totally stealing it from ryan Rossillo but we like that segment and so we thought we could do a, a similar one so uh we'll be back after the nets and Cavs games guys thanks for listening to lockdown maps boom and now your moment of zen
1: maybe but i think we need to find our last clue male's here